everybody. Welcome back to the Zeitcast. Um, I'm in Northern Ireland with my new friend, Amanda Cook. And I think before anything else, Amanda, I think we just have to set the stage here. I mean, we have a, first, we have a wonderful mutual friend in Krista Black Gifford. I hope she hears this because Krista, we adore you. We love you. you. We love you, Krista. But I don't know if we can quite, um, since this is not on video or anything, fully do justice to the atmosphere and ambiance that we're in right now. Like, this is pretty epic. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. So we're staying at the Marla, the Marla Lodge. Lodge. Are we saying this right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I well, hope so. Uh, it's it's a lovely bed and breakfast. How would you even describe it here? Oh man, I would describe it as walking into a home that you didn't know that you that you had. Yes. <laughs> that you were part of. Yes. Probably Penny is the reason. Is one of the reasons. Yes. Penny, who who's been running this bed and breakfast while you're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, her sense of welcome, mm-hmm. welcome home, mm-hmm. when she greets us at the door is quite something. Oh, she's wonderful. And makes and the breakfast is amazing. The breakfast is amazing. I told people yesterday uh, that uh, there's a very Irish breakfast, and I'm this is new to me, the Ulster Fry. And as I put it yesterday, I accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior <laughs> after having the Ulster Fry for the first time yesterday. Like, it's serious. That's great. And there's, like, like, classical that. music playing, there's and it's, like, you know. Playing which is a love language for me. It, absolutely. I we've just, already had an amazing breakfast and we've been hanging out. And like, and really, if, if people only had access to the conversation already, it's like, you know. We, we solved all the world's we, problems. We actually have. We actually, like, what else is there to talk about? <laughs> this is sort of a postscript we found on it. all of that. We found it. So thanks for hanging out, everybody. Yeah, Y'all you. take care. <laughs> thank you. This wraps up uh, Zeitcast. Um, see you on the other side. <laughs> I will be in Northern Ireland until further. Yes. Yes. It is very. The last you hear from me, actually. This is the last you'll hear from me. Well, I don't know. You still have to to, um, uh, go do the Game of Thrones sites and all that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) It's just everything is magical. Everywhere you walk is is like, does this actually exist? I guess it does. That's true. It's so beautiful. Enchanted. Like, there's a sense of enchantment here. Yeah, it's enchanted. It's gorgeous. So we're doing a, um, we've been doing an event this weekend called Open Skies. Um, I was speaking, Amanda was singing. And, you know, here's the thing. So normally I feel like I always start with, uh, and I don't know, I feel like that's probably better interviewing or something to start with some kind of early question or childhood question. But I think I, I want to say this first, Amanda, because I don't think I said this at any other point yet. Hmm. So um, in all the other conversation that we've had, that has been so soulish and wonderful. But... Um, you know, after, I guess, the first night, second night, whichever that was, I, I posted, I hope this is a copyright infringement or something, I posted a short clip um, of your song, Pieces, which I just, uh, which I so love. I mean, I felt like, uh-huh. it, the fir- I, remember, I never will forget the first time I heard it because I thought it was so novel and so new to hear a song sung in corporate worship mm. that felt that raw that felt that real and especially Mm. like um more the world that kind of we come from in more charismatic space Mm. like there was just there was kind of a grit to it that just Mm. ooh, just just to be able to bring that into the presence of god in that way it just it was and the person that i love most in the world uh when i posted that text and said you know this is the song that got me through the two darkest years of my life and i feel like that's like 
Wow. I'm sure you hear that all this all the time, but it really is just such a remarkable, remarkable song. That's amazing. Thank you for that. That's <laughs> that's really, really beautiful. I uh, I also love that song. I feel like it it informs me of something new every time. It feels like it feels like such a rich narrative mm-hmm. to kind of dive into the subconscious of um, the things that the presence of of God is not mm. that we that perhaps have become normal, you know, automatic ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. And to also, I love that. <laughs> I know. Also, just just pausing into the. <laughs> what is this song from? This is in a film. It's and so I'm just good. Trying to think like it, it feels like we're in a battle scene we're, right we're, now. Yeah, actually, it's, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite strong. Um, <laughs> It's just, it's just. I do, I do love that song. Thank you for your kind words. I, the Stephanie, whom we we wrote that song together. I think we both feel like it. It informs us every time we mm. sing it, um, because it is a, this 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 music in the background is just. It's 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 really grabbing me right now. It's, <laughs> it's so kind good. of a. It's awesome. It, it kind like of raises until, the stakes of the yeah, conversation. Yeah, it really like it feels does. Very I feel like this next important. part is gonna have to be good because before we press record, it was like. Piano music, yes. like very, it was like yes. accompanying the moment. <laughs> now it's just like, thank you for coming, thank you for sharing your words. I'm going to take over this. That's right, that's right. Oh, and that's we're back. Awesome. We're back to piano. Um, yeah, it it just feels like a it feels like a a poem that we'll be singing for a while. Mm. Um, which I feel like I feel like with any art, anyone who serves vocationally as an artist mm. um talks about kind of the magic of of serving the genius that arrives on your doorstep and the muse mm. that arrives on your doorstep and um that partnership with that divine essence mm. um which then makes for a really a really good time because it feels like you're discovering what the song wants to be rather than telling the song what it needs to yeah. be and that's the mystery and the and the fun of 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 writing, of mm. jotting things down, of mm. feeling like you're overhearing a really good conversation. Yes. Um, and you're kind of like eavesdropping on it a little bit and mm. jotting it down, even if it's just mm. an internal conversation with your own conscience and mm. with the Christ mystery in, in us, it feels like that, yeah, that jotting that down mm. feels like, you know, it feels always bigger than us, which is, I guess, the point. It's really good. I have to think that um, when when you sing that live, especially like having a background with worship music, that song surely takes people to a different place than other worship songs do. Mm-hmm. Like, do, can you feel it kind of change the temperature in the room? Like, I mean, because I just feel like I, I experienced that the night of like, there's just a... It, it opens up something in people, mm. you know? I think there's a there's just a vulnerability that's there that's very palpable. I mean, I, went, yeah. I, remember, I recall thinking, like, um, this is so random, but I remember, like, sometime in the last uh, year or so that I had been in a series of just doing different church things where I just felt like it, the environment, it, every time I was in an environment, like, there was no vulnerability at all. It just was so... Mm. Uh, n- none of it felt real to me. And then I went to go see... Uh, Pedro the Lion, uh, David Bazan was doing the series mm. of Pedro the Lion shows. Mm. And of course, 
uh, at this point, he's, you know, I think declared himself agnostic or something. Mm. But the songs were so vulnerable mm. and open. Yeah. There was a sense of yeah. God in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That was palpable that yeah. I didn't get in the church. But it's like you could just, as, as people were singing those songs together, yeah. um, you could feel something breaking open. And yeah. I think, like, for people to be able to sing a song like that, in, in that kind of vertical direction, like the, it's it's a mm. whole different kind of opening up. That's amazing. I love that. I think we're all looking for that kind of safety of, am I allowed to say this? Yes. Uh, can I say this? Can I be this honest? And I um, and I think within you know the subculture or the subgenre that worship music has become, um, it uh, in Western. That's a very broad statement. Just in some you know of our Western mindsets. It's become about like presenting a cause or presenting a case or presenting um, an answer um, when really I find that great art is the deeper questions being asked through us. Yes. Not even us like mentally thinking of a question to ask. It's more like <gasps> someone else is is asking this too and there's space for this. There's space yeah. within God to bring all of this to the table. There's mm-hmm. space in that conversation for us to exist. And I... Um, I love the idea of, you know, in, in religion, there's this whole, you know, kind of idea of bring your goodness, bring your best to God in quote unquote worship. In this yeah. moment that you set apart to sit down, it's like going on a date and mm. wanting to put your best foot forward and showing up like with your best tricks and your best things and all that stuff. But everybody knows that only lasts so long right. until we're like, no, nah, I want I want the kind of relationship where you can be alone together, yes. <laughs> like in sweatpants, <laughs> yeah. um, like all but ignoring each other, but but celebrating and enjoying the fact that we're present in in the daily, you know, the ordinary things, yes. the the things that and in and in every every state of being. So the the idea of bringing the energy, all the energy of whatever it is that we actually are feeling, sensing, thinking, and being in the moment into this spacious place called God. Yes. And oh, uh, I don't want to stop you, but that yeah. what a great phrase, this spacious <laughs> place called God. Ooh, Thanks. keep going, but that's. It's, wow. It's being in Northern Ireland, probably, yes, that's informing yes. that. Um, but just that, that we can bring our anger, bring our resentment, yeah. bring our bitterness. Like, no, bring it. Like, mm. don't don't leave it behind. Bring mm. it. Mm. Bring it. Um, but the integration of the soul, of, like, body, soul, spirit, to me, happens when we can bring all of ourselves and belong mm. with all of it. Not segregate or separate or, you know, dissociate ourselves in different you know, places that in here I'm this and before God I'm this and yeah. before people I'm this. It's no, like I need to bring the energy of all that. It doesn't mean that I need to spew it all over people and cause sure. harm, but to bring the energy, the emotional energy, because it emotions are energy, but yes. to, to bring all of it like into us into that spacious place called God mm. is deeply healing and resonant because I there are moments when I've shown up to certain um environments where I'm, like, I'm exhausted. I can't sing this. I don't even believe it. And that's mm. and and to feel the freedom of. I remember there was a moment where I was, you know, having that internal conversation <laughs> with the the representative, the mediator of thoughts. <laughs> I'm going to mm. call him that for a minute in this context of Jesus, yeah. and um, having a conversation internally with jesus about i i don't have faith for this particular thing i don't and i'm tired of trying to i really don't have it and i remember that 
that prompting from the inside coming um, to me of, that's all right, I have enough faith for the both of us. Mm. Oh, and it beautiful. wasn't, wow. I, it wasn't, um, I'll take it from here. It wasn't yeah. any, it was the humility and the goodness of, of, of the goodness, um, which Mary Magdalene called God, which I love, the mm. goodness. The goodness, um, yes. And I, it was experiencing that moment of, oh, I know you're so tired. You actually don't, you don't need to. Like, it was like the doubt, me acknowledging and voicing the doubt, not as a devil, not as a problem, and not as a, it was just, here it is. I don't have any more. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Was like, oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah. It's all right. You can bring, bring me your doubt. Yeah. And it wasn't, bring me your doubt so I can quickly turn it around into mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Or so we can deal with it or... Yeah get rid of it, chop it off, send it, banish it, go. It was more of bring it so that we can integrate it mm. so that you can include that as part of your, as part of your, you know, your life story. Of course you don't have faith for that right now. You need to be exactly where you're at on the path. And I honor that. I felt the honor of, yeah. of, of a good friend, um, in Jesus being able to sit with that and be nonplussed about it. Like not, mm. Not stress. There's just no stress. There's no anxiety in that of being like, oh, I know you're tired, mm. and that's all right. I have, I have, I've, I've got enough faith for that right now. Like mm. you don't have to try to exert your mental energy into trying yeah. to have faith for something you don't. Yeah. That's dishonesty. Ooh, yeah. It was yeah. um, like Thomas Merton talks about how if our prayers get in the way, um, if they get in between us and God to stop. Mm. Yeah. To stop Ooh. praying and let Jesus pray through us. Mm-hmm. Um, let the Christ pray through us. Mm-hmm. And then he writes, you know, thank God Jesus is praying. And mm-hmm. um, and it feels like that. It feels like resting in the prayer that Jesus is praying. I love John 17. It's probably my favorite chapter in the mm-hmm. whole Bible of like that that kind of that kind of mystery <laughs> of of entering into the prayer of someone who who sees multifaceted in wholeness. Mm-hmm like the Christ-mindedness looking towards humanity yeah. and caring with care and empathy and goodness and kindness and gentleness and patience and patience and self-control, like carrying humanity within that, bringing us into that kind of prayer. It's almost, it's like letting that prayer pray through us rather than like trying to exert ourselves and our ideas and thoughts into prayer. It's more like starting to let the prayer pray through us. So hopefully it yes. transforms us and, gives space to that and changes our, you know, our actions yeah. into a more compassionate person. I hope mm-hmm. I become more compassionate and kind and, you know, anyway, that was a rant. I don't even know where I'm going with that, but it's brilliant, Amanda. Like I love it. So really, I don't, everything I'm struck by everything from one, I think, um, it dawned on me because of like, I'm still, there's still something a little bit alive in me. That's just religious enough to where it's, it's striking when you say, like how Jesus honors those emotions and honors mm-hmm. them because the first thing that comes up in me is like, oh, wait, but in prayer, I'm, that's all about honoring God. What do I do to honor God? And the idea that, like, that God honors us, that God honors where we are, Absolutely. that God honors our emotions, that mm-hmm. uh, that, <laughs> that Jesus actually is, <laughs> is, a, is a friend in that way. And that, because um, this has been wildly revelatory for me as simple as it might be that like the the notion that faith is not clicking your heels together three times and always having like 
overpower your doubt and make yourself wish yeah. harder. Make, make yourself, yourself wish harder. More. That Ooh. is powerful. To try to make yourself wish harder. It that is keep going. I <laughs> just I wanted to point that no, out because I love that phrase. It's a lot of work. That's it's just a, a lot, lot of, of work. work. There is no rest in that. Like no. that's labor. No wonder I used to and I in fairness, this is I hate saying this, but it's true. Historically, I used to hate prayer. Yeah. And it's precisely because how could you not hate that? It's like, you know, doing push-ups all the time. Like a hundred percent of that work yeah, is yeah. on us. If yeah. you're always trying to like, what can I do to muster yeah. um believing strong enough, believing right. more? I'm not I think I'm only at like eighty-two percent faith. How can yeah. I get to eighty-eight yeah. percent at yeah. least? You know, like yeah. that's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's a lot of mental gymnastics and I I think the the worthiness factor is this like this shimmering background um, background scene that's always playing out in front of us and always dictating however we encounter mm. God, ourselves, the world. And so within prayer, like there's this narrative of um, that really lacks the worthiness of of our being. Yeah. We, we yeah. sing about it. We chant it. We pray it. We talk about how like there's only one worthy and that. That I'm not going to be, please uh, don't stop listening right now. I don't want to end here. Um, because the truth of that, there's there's truth in that, especially in context of yeah. the way that that worthiness plays out. However, there's a worthiness that Jesus came to reveal in all humanity mm-hmm. that we like that we were worthy and we didn't know it. Right. And when you don't right. know your worthiness, you resort to violence yes. and unco- like in unconscious behavior. And yes. when Jesus forgave us on the cross for not knowing what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 actually goes further into just it's not just the the action of violence towards towards another human being towards um, the Christ. It's that he forgive his forgiveness is so complete it sees the innocence of somebody that thinks that they're doing what's right. Yes, by God. Yes, by crucifying. Yes, Jesus. Um, the forgiveness is so so full circle mm-hmm. that it actually goes into the heart of humanity of where we resort to, where we go when we don't understand our worthiness, when we don't yeah. understand the the conversation between um, the divine, the, between the divinity and our humanity. Yes. And our wor- like our worthiness in prayer is so essential because you only want to stay in a conversation where you both feel worthy of goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody nobody wants to stay in a conversation mm-hmm. where you feel used, abused, taken yes. advantage of, yes. um, you know, victimized. But we kind of treat we've kind of treated God and I'm gonna very much press on some things here all of a sudden, but we kind of treat God as though he's like a master manipulator and mm-hmm. um uh you know for lack of a better word, a great abuser, yes. and we fall in love with them. That's called stock, mm. Stockholm Syndrome, to fall in love with your oh, abuser. Yeah. And when wow. we approach it that way, like we're victims of either God or the devil. Yeah. Um, and we're hapless victims with no choice. I, Jesus came to restore the freedom that, mm. that we were given mm. and to honor the freedom and the worthiness and to gently bring us back into the worthiness conversation of actually you are so beloved you're so beloved and you don't know it mm-hmm. um, and if you knew it you wouldn't resort to unconscious violence against yeah. anyone and against yourself it starts yeah. within so you wouldn't resort to unconscious violence in your narrative about humanity mm-hmm. about God about yourself mm-hmm. within and then impose that on the world around mm-hmm. you um, if only you knew how worthy of love you really were yes. so I feel like he can't I mean that's one of the a hundred billion things yeah. that Jesus 
is revealing to us is the worthiness of love that actually does exist and has always been there since the beginning. Because, I mean, the story, the story as we believe it and as we study it started with started with original goodness it didn't start with sin it didn't start with genesis 3 it started with genesis 1 absolutely and bringing us gently back into that conversation like it it changes prayer it it changes prayer to look at it not as i i'm here to to give you something that you deserve that i'm not deserving of to give you something to somehow raise you know, we still do treat God like a like a tyrant king, yes. and uh, that He demands worship in order to be exalted, in order to be God. Yeah. And um, Jesus came to wash feet and to serve and to heal and was and to tell stories and to yes. engage in the in the beautiful humanity of being human. He taught us how to be fully human, and we're on that journey as humanity. We're we're all, I think, on a pace of of rediscovering that law that ancient truth the ancient truth of how loved we really were and we forgot yes oh that's so beautiful man and i you're you're stirring up something in me that like um i've thought about so much in the last few weeks and months and i don't i don't know if this is controversial for people or not but like Mm -hmm. it feels fairly new to me um to think about it quite this way that how okay i know there's that wonderful verse that talks about how God's ways are higher than our ways and God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. But, you know, the context there, and I feel like any other expression like that I can think of in Scripture, the context is that God's mercy is infinitely greater than our mercy. Absolutely, I've heard yeah. it used a thousand times for people to say, like, now that might sound really mean to you, but, you know, in the economy of God's justice, but that's not how it's used. Like, it's, it's about the mercy of God. Yeah. But I, it just, it, it's, it's dawned on me recently how many things that I think about God that I've projected onto God. Yes. And I'm convinced it's so many yes. things that I think about God. I, I've just, they're just, yeah. they are my own kind of un, unintentional kind of uh, yeah. projections of my fear. Projections yeah. come out of fear. Yeah. That that if God is like that, because, you know, you're afraid. Like, well, well, God is God. God is sovereign. God can do what he wants. Well, I don't know. Like, God, God acts according to love. That's the kind of freedom that God acts from. Uh, I don't think sovereignty is about like being arbitrary. Right. And the point is, like, I think if God really was the way I've made him out to be, I'm like, you know, okay, that God would be a pathological narcissist. Wow. This God who, oh, all he cares about is, oh, you better say my name. Y'all are yeah, going to know yeah. my name. You better get my name right. And if you don't, yeah, oh, yeah. more glory. You're not giving me enough glory. You haven't said my name enough time. More, right. more, more. Right. Like, what would we, like... That would be an abuser. That would yeah. be an abusive relationship. Yeah. And it's just so, it makes so much more sense to me now why and how so much of my relationship with God as I've understood it has been dysfunctional. And I think, again, yeah. on, on a deeper intuitive level, I've known that's not who God really is. Right. But why, right. like, the, the, there's, there's something in us that I think as children that we are trying to, we're not. Yeah, trying to return to that oh, we knew yes. innately. Yes, we knew innately when yes. we we learned this. We learned the split. We learned That's the shame, right. but That's we knew right. innately. Like uh, an infant reaches out for love and belonging and connection mm-hmm. innately. Like mm-hmm. if I cry, someone will come to my aid. Mm-hmm. Someone will hold me. Someone will feed me. Someone will right. take care of me. Like we right. come in helpless. Like yes. not being able to communicate our needs except for just a, a cry. Mm-hmm. Like. And in some ways, we're returning to that with language, like to, mm-hmm. to be able to use language for those things. But to return to that, not 
we arrive in this world understanding that we're worthy of love, belonging, yes. and connection. Before yes. we learn otherwise. Before That's we right. learn through a fallen system or a, a fractured system yeah. of, you know, shame or fear, you know, it where we learn how to split ourselves and try to earn mm. those things back that we were innately mm. born with. That's right. It's wild, isn't it? I totally believe that. Like yeah. That, that, yeah, that, that dependence is kind of what's most native to us where we do there is a kind of trust that's there mm-hmm. but then we learn we learn the fear basis and it's it. kind of but yeah it's like I don't know I just the more the further I go I just think surely what Christ cares about more mm. like I think he wants me to see the image of God mm. in others in a way that dignifies yes. them far yes. more than he wants me to constantly like be like <laughs> yes. I'm not worthy you're awesome I'm not worthy yeah. and in some ways like I, I suck you're gr- good that's right <laughs> There's a lot of language that we use in prayer and and we sing that basically to the mystery of God over and over. And then we wonder why our narratives don't change of shame. It's a mantra. We're singing it over ourselves. It energetically, vibrationally takes place in our body and... And um, and we and we we live in that subconscious place. Yes. We don't live in a. You can only have like seven conscious thoughts at a time. But in mm. sub your subconscious mind, you have all of your history, all of your trauma, all right. of everything you learned by the time you were twelve, which dictates and informs your future. It's yeah. so it is a grand unlearning and mm-hmm. and trailing back to that that state of original goodness where mm. we're like, you know, we we learn how to perceive the world whatever God is and whoever we are um, by the time we're 12 and it's shaped through whoever, whoever shows up to inform us, you know? So it's amazing to come into contact with, with goodness. It's sad that it feels so foreign, but it's, it's something that like walking into this bed and breakfast um, and being greeted at the door with, by Penny was, Oh my God, I've just think I've just walked into the goodness. Yes. I, I've just walked in the into the goodness of the presence of a person who, who has a deep deep uh, gift of creating space for people and safety for people. Like we all sleep in a bed, and we all we're all in this liminal space of not being in our homes right. and sleeping in a, you know, hotels are that kind of place. Yeah, you're sleeping in the most vulnerable state that you've yeah. ever been, which is when you're asleep. We're in someone else's space. Yes. Um, so to walk into the goodness of something like that is a yes. reminder of, oh, this exists? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Like, I, I would hope that we become more and more like mm-hmm. we serve as a reminder to that ancient truth that's mm-hmm. within all of us, that question mark of, does the goodness actually exist? And then right. you walk into it and go, oh, right. oh my God, it, it must. Yes. There's like, there's living, there's living proof of it, yes. it seems. Where's yes. the catch? I've been taught that all of this love is transactional. Right. Um, but there's things that all the best things, I mean, everyone says, you know, all the best things, you can't you can't pay for them. You can't buy them. They, they're, you know, it's like when you go on a nature walk, you realize, oh, my gosh, the earth is rich. Yeah. <laughs> We're rich. We're rich to even be alive and be breathing and being and to be here. Yeah. Just be on the planet. That's yeah. the richness of life. And then to yeah. do to be around people who represent goodness who mm-hmm. share in goodness and who make eye contact and honor and acknowledge the presence of another yes. person in front yes. of them that the Christ mystery is alive and well in that I think it's yes. so beautiful we're I know we're not just trying to do active promotion for the Marlowe Lodge here but it's funny <laughs> but it seems you as it. though we are hey, you would think so <laughs> would it's think. an awfully strong endorsement it uh, is it was, I was just so <laughs> impacted I was so impacted by me too it. well that's and it's, you know? it's interesting to hear you say it that way because I had the thought consciously when we were having this morning and I did the same thing yesterday like well 
I think because this season of my life, moved to Oklahoma City a few months ago. In some ways, I feel like I've been in the liminal space mm. one way or another for years. Maybe we always are, but mm. especially this last season, there's been a lot of grace, but it's been so full on. And mm-hmm. something about the warmth and hospitality of this place, I was having breakfast down here in this exact room alone yesterday. And I was so overcome with how the gentleness and the goodness and the warmth I felt here and the sense of welcome and almost thinking, and just like I'm eating this breakfast and I could taste the grace. Like it's so, it's so tangible. Yeah. And just that sense of here I am so far from home and feeling so at home. Yeah. And, and, and now it it just strikes me as so, it, it seems all the more tragic how how much in my journey, I think, and I need to find a better language of journey, but um, that I haven't always identified God with that kind of home. And of course, Jesus says the kingdom right. of God is within you. Like to not think that God wants to be that, that yeah. God offers that kind of yeah. unconditional hospitality and yeah. welcome, you yeah. know, that like that says like, you know, if you're if you're tired, if you're hungover, whatever yeah. condition, just just whatever oh, come, breakfast is ready whenever you get up. Oh. Just come down. You know, like I don't, it just makes me so sad now that I haven't always thought of God in that way. Yeah, the kind of the kind of God that, that loves our presence as much as we proclaim to love that his presence. Yes. We sing about that a lot. But yes. I was sitting with um, my one of my best friends in the whole world, Stephanie, and her daughter Wonder and her husband Stephen the other day and Steph asked if Wonder wanted to pray for you know our our meal actually I think Wonder brought it up we were like Mm. digging in like you know we start to live in that place of like God is here now everywhere I love the pausing though to acknowledge that's amazing it's becoming um, alive to me in that way again and so Steph asked if Wonder wanted to pray and Wonder's four and a half and she goes Jesus we adore you and we give you our presence. Mm. And I, I mean, Steph and I just teared up immediately at the, the beauty and the innocence of what she understands that we had forgotten in the moment of our presence is just as important as your presence. Mm. And when we give you our Ooh. present moment, wow. you're, you're within that. You're like that. It's, it's not a hierarchy of mm-hmm. your presence matters more than yes. mine does. Yes. Nobody stay. Nobody in our right minds stay in a relationship where that is the case. Yes, where that's right. Um, someone else's presence is it, where it's all about them. That's right. that's also narcissism. That's right. Um, <laughs> where someone turns it all around yes. on them, like, yes. oh yes, thank you, thank you for coming. Yes. It is all about me. That's You're welcome. <laughs> um, and if there was anyone who could do that, it would be Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And um, Jesus had conversations with people where, where. Obviously, in the in the accounts anyway that are written about him, it, people felt safety and connection and belonging yes. and love and yes. and deep reverence for their own presence. Mm-hmm. You know, because nobody stays around. We all innately know that. Like, ah, right. oh, it's time for me to. It's probably time for me to go. Yeah. Um, but for for wonder to pray, we give you our presence with such a commanding mm-hmm. understanding of. This is a real gift. Yeah. We're giving you us too. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Oh, that's beautiful. That we beautiful. we we have the mm-hmm. we also have a richness that 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 they yeah. <laughs> Father, Son, Spirit, Mother, yes. that they they adore yes. in us. Yes. They adore it. And mm-hmm. it's not it's not um some haphazard, you know, slapped mm-hmm. together version of um 
of of um, mm. redemption. It's mm. more it's more like now you're getting it. Yeah. Now we're getting it. Yeah. Like he restores the reverence. Jesus restores the reverence of our own presence and our own worthiness mm. that we have we have all forgotten. I mean, wonder yes. prayed it and we're like, I forgot. Oof. I oh wow. So beautiful. This changes how I approach the relationship yet again. This uh, this changes how I approach the relationship of the Christ mystery mm. of of the conversation that Jesus is having with humanity. And I feel that. I feel that mm-hmm. kind of, oh, now we're, we're, yeah, oh, in those moments, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're getting it. I remember one time I was um, in Canada at a prayer house. I was serving at a prayer house uh, with this beautiful family for a couple of years. I love them dearly. And, um, and their youngest son, I just had this lovely little connection with. He was so, he was so sweet and so wonderful. His name was Justice. And, um, there was this one service that I was at where I was just like, oh, I just love this kid so much. I just want to spend time with him. And um, and he wanted to sit with me as long as he could, as long as I could give him something to do. He's like, can I color? Can I do things? Can I, you know, can I, he kept asking, can I be on your phone? Can I, whatever. And I, um, I gave, I kept giving him paper to color on because I just wanted to be around him. Mm. And I remember in the moment, being so impacted by that of if this is how I feel yeah. about this tiny human being whom I love, yes. um, we've got it kind of not, I don't want to even use the word wrong, but we've kind of gone off script in, and we've created a narrative of, of God using us. So mm-hmm. we'll be useful. That's all we're good for right. when really um, I feel like the presence of God wants to be with us. So he gives oh, us yes. things to do yes. that we're prone. We're, we're used to like, want, we want to be useful. We right. want to help humanity. That's right. important. I mean, <laughs> it's important that faith actually finds action and yes. that we care for the people around us. And mm-hmm. we, and we actually, you know, care for humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I find I was like, I was so deeply impacted by it. I've been so obsessed with doing things with yeah. the doing of things um, I, d- I haven't realized that actually you'll give me things to do because yeah. you just want to be with me. Mm-hmm. It changes mm-hmm. the narrative. It's because because you just you like to be right. with me right. because we like to be with each other. Yeah. I've, I, those are the best kind of friendships where you can do anything. You can go anywhere. You can have an adventure because you like to be with the person. Yes. yes. The adventure isn't even the isn't the mm-hmm. point. It's the company That's that right. we keep. It's yeah. the because we want to we want to yeah. spend time together. Yeah. Because we just enjoy whatever perspective you're going to bring to the yeah. adventure. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, let's put ourselves in this situation because I would love to have a laugh about that mm-hmm. and see what happens if we experience that together. Yeah. But it's more about the vibrancy of the connection yes. than it is even about the doing. Yes. We make God so much about the doing, about the right. mission, about the conquest, about the right. we have to like accomplish everything and, it, and less about the relational quality of mm. like enjoying yes who we're becoming in the yes. process of doing these things and it's both it's mm-hmm. both and it's mm-hmm. not one or the other but Man, I, I find that narrative changing I don't think I've ever had the thought consciously before this conversation that Jesus is perhaps the least likely person ever to say it's all about me like Jesus would never <laughs> say that not, right the one person who would never say that would be Jesus yeah and whatever God is, whoever <laughs> one, God is. Exactly. The one who could say the it. The one who could say it would never say it. And the yeah. idea that like whoever, whatever God is, however you want to narrate that, like th- this idea that God is a relationship that is Trinity between father, yeah. son, spirit, mother. Yeah. Like that there's like, that there's this, 
reciprocity within God. Yeah. Like, like that, that's it's essentially what God is, yeah. is, is a relationship yeah. of constant self-giving yeah. and mutual delight. Yeah. Oh. So the idea that then, like, that then we turn like that, that into, yeah. you know, uh, the glorified, like, yeah. you know, like um, God, that God wants us to live like in the middle of that delight, yeah. in the center of that yeah. delight where, yes, we delight in God, but yes. we're delighted in, we delight yes. in others. Like we're just, there's, but there's that constant reciprocity yes. and that endless just kind of circle of delight where, you yeah. know, you know, who's who's loving, who's giving love, who's receiving love. You don't even know where any of that begins and ends yeah. because it's constant delight. Yeah. And it's far from, I feel like whenever I start to venture into this conversation, there's also, there are the warning bells that will go off over here that look like, well, but what about reverence and what about fear of the Lord? Mm-hmm. And I, well, here's the, the thing that I, at this point, I'm only 35. So I don't have a lot to say about it. I feel like I don't have a lot to say about it, except that the I I feel the the strength of relationship um, is it is a two way street, and I will get close to someone that it's like standing at the base of a mountain. I'm terrified of the there's a terror that comes up that goes, oh my god, the world is so magnificent and big, yeah. and it's beyond. Yeah. And I, I, I want to stay there. I want to stay there in the reverence. And I want to stay there in the reverence of every relationship that I have. Mm-hmm. Because it means that people are allowed to surprise. It means that yes. Jesus is allowed to surprise me. God is allowed to surprise me. I haven't mm-hmm. got God figured out yet. It's kind of a terror. If you think about it, we're all existing because somehow our hearts are beating. Our lungs are filling up with air. Like <laughs> there's oxygen involved oxygenation in our system that that's involved and um somehow there's a mystery in which we're all here yes that is a terrifying reality absolutely to realize like this is not up to me right Right. (laughs) things that are just not up to me and it's beautiful and it's risky and it's i mean we all think we can cheat death but that's just ridiculous it comes for us all that's my encouraging word of the day. Yes. Death comes to us all. <laughs> no. Put that on the refrigerator. Claim it. Yeah, claim it. But I, I think that the the beauty of it is like that um, the resonance in which the in which Jesus has always felt so close is the that um, that he was so human and so divine, and he came to show us our our humanity and our and our divinity, our our way of relating to the divine that existed um, throughout all of history mm-hmm. that we forgot, mm-hmm. and and there's a holy reverence to that yeah. of like, oh wow, it's better than I thought. Yeah. Oh wow, this changes everything. Oh, I'll weep over that for a while. Like mm-hmm. without, imagine weeping over something and grieving over something without shame. That's yeah. a mind wow. trip Ooh. of being able to go, oh, I didn't know. And now yes. I know. And that changes everything. And yes. this goodness is really real. And it's mm. far beyond. And it's also deep within. Mm. And it's always been there. It's mm. always been far beyond and deep within. Right. Always. That's that's like, that's a wild concept. That's a wild concept to mm. me. So we're, I mean, the idea of worship is mm. is so it's so communal. If it's so conversational, it's so it's far from casual. Mm-hmm. Um, far from right, casual. Right. I I think sometimes we like that's part of making God in our image too. Like if I can make him just just you know relatable in a way that makes me yeah. feel better, 
Yeah. To me, there's like it's this constant magnet that's always been in humanity yeah. to go towards this thing that's beyond ourselves, but deep within. Yes. And so worship is that space of like, of being. I mean, really, what is worship? It's it's high devotion, maybe. Yeah. It's 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 pro, it's this idea of proclaiming whatever it is that's in our narrative yes. out into the atmosphere yes. too. And so hopefully it resonates and comes back and, and it transforms our thinking. Mm-hmm. And But I'm like, you only have worship if you have love. That's right. You only have, like, devotion if you have love. Right. You can't right. write a worship song um, if you can't write a love song. Yeah, wow. Because that's like a baseline of Somebody worship. tweet that. Good gracious. <laughs> you can't write a worship song if you can't write a love song. Well, You can't. Yeah. Because it's, it's all included. Yeah. It's, it's, a uh, it's... Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. That's where I'm, that's where I'm wrapping this up. It's yeah. <laughs> My next single will be called It's Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I, lo- I actually think there's something to that. There's a, there's so much grace on this. And by the way, everything you're saying, like, like this is so intensely good. I mean, perfect love cast out fear. I can yeah. think of that. Perfect love cast out right. fears. These things do not coexist. And as I, I know we need to wrap up, as powerful as all this is, and as much as I feel like, you know, this idea that there, that reverence is not only possible without horror, but... Without horror, it, it yes. Can, it, it's necessary. Like, you can't have horror. Like, reverence, it's, yeah, it's a different yeah. thing. Yeah. There is a kind of terror to it because we're yeah. dependent and we're vulnerable, but yeah, it's not... Yeah, because we're vulnerable and we're human. Yes. And, and, and yeah, we're, we're porous. We're affected. Mm-hmm. We're... Mm-hmm you know, moved where, yeah, it's yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. All of that, Amanda, would be so powerful regardless. But when you've got the theme from Schindler's List playing behind <laughs> it. <laughs> we could have timed this better. Oh, my goodness. There was so many like, musical Oh, moments. wow. Like, <laughs> wow. geez. Just, I just would like you to take that for a minute and listen to the music behind us. Yes. Um. Yeah, there it is. I want to live inside that for a little while. It's kind of like all, all these these thoughts on reverence and like the music's so epic and like it's well, just, even it's like perfect. within within the word of music, like the word muse exists, and I think that mm. you know we've we've <laughs> just listening to the announcer for a second, but to muse on something, yes, to be yes. moved by a muse, to be amused, mm. like the, to me, music is this space. It's a space of being able to wonder and to ask and to be and yeah. to belong and to quest and to pilgrimage and to think and to feel and to like. It's just mm. there's so much within um, uh, um, a soundscape, yes. ironically yes. that that accompanies the human experience. And I think we've made music. This is just another tangent, I guess I'm going to go on, but we've kind of made musical worship, the magic potion for God to become revealed Mm -hmm. when music in and of itself is, is kind of a divine mystery and it's meant to accompany the moments that we are in. We Mm -hmm. choose a soundtrack for the things that we want to experience, Mm -hmm. feel, energized that we that we you know in in conversations with people in weddings and funerals there's there's something to accompany the gravity of the moment and that to me is that's that's a rich way to Mm reapproach music within 
a worshipful love mm. conversation, yeah. which is which spans an entire lifetime. Yes. You know, many different musings, many different questions, many different thoughts, many different feelings mm. about that relation that that relation that relationship within um, mm. within and to the great beyond, to the mm. great space that is God, and to commune with the divine christ-mindedness of jesus yes within that space I, I to me i don't know why i'm talking about music now but i i think it's being restored to me a little bit in it's mystery it's mm-hmm. mysterious form i grew up listening to records a lot of classical music and my family with my dad and um i remember just being so impacted by what felt like what felt like now, I mean, I've learned language for it, you know, the, the presence of God, that presence, that that way beyond and deep within, that feeling of home and connection and belonging and worthiness and love that accompanied, that I think sometimes the best music is what accompanies what's actually happening in our life, yeah. lives. It doesn't become about the song isn't the main point. It's that it accompanies the moments that we were in. That's why when people listen to songs and they go, that carried me through two years of the yeah. worst time of my life. Yeah. It's as though the song was written to accompany that person's journey into the soul mm. of the matter. Mm. Rather than the song being the point, yeah. it was it was meant to be a friend and a companion into yeah. that space in the soul that felt desperately lonely. Mm. And the best music I've ever listened to has been that place where mm. it meets me in that space and it becomes less and less about the artist and the song and more yes. and more about the uh, it's the accompaniment and i mm. would have never made it through that without it well so it restores the reverence of music and of the artist and of the people who serve those spaces mm. while also one of my friends said to me i'll never forget this he said good art informs people about the artist great art informs people about ourselves oh, and wow. i was That's like brilliant. taking that thanks josh mm-hmm. um it that's it's so true it mm. so it it's the same thing to me with within if we're going to give if we're going to offer prayer set to music uh to serve that sacred space in all of humanity to serve that place of of to accompany people into that journey into the soul yeah rather than song is this this song is the point right it's gonna get the point across right it's like uh there's like I think with with every song, with art, there's like an essential narcissism that takes place at the beginning where it is all about me because yeah. I write to heal myself. I write sure. to um, survive. I write to like discover and evolve. But by the time it would reach other people's ears, I would hope it would feel like not Amanda's story, but, yeah. oh, it's my story. Yeah. And it's my accompaniment. She wrote this for my for me to be able to go through whatever I'm going yes, through yes. and universally connect through vulnerability without imposing my mm. particular pain or my particular story on other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I feel like that, that that has always been there. It's not even so much that that's being restored. I think that's just simply always been, mm. and maybe I'm just returning to it and mm. rediscovering it mm. perhaps now at 35, mm. returning to that place. Mm. But Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> and it's yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. I'm waiting for that single, seriously. Yeah, um. it's yeah. It's going to be a real bop. <laughs> it's going to be a real banger. You're welcome. It's yeah. Check it Check it out on my Spotify. I'm, I'm glad I was here 
when that was given birth here in Northern yeah, Ireland. Yeah, that was part yeah. of this whole a writing thing. credit, probably perhaps. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. For if, yeah. Is that enough for a co-writing credit <laughs> yeah, yeah. right there? I was if, yeah. in the room when it happened for the, <laughs> the for the title. Um, no, I just um, I don't know. Well, I, my thought, uh, knowing that you need to go, Amanda, just this, it just feels so much like a lot of it is how music creates space. And I feel like, you know, that's so much of what your music does. I feel like that's what your presence does is it, is it, is it creates space. Mm-hmm. And that's why people respond the way that they do is it gives them space to be more themselves, to be more human, to be more themselves in the presence of God and with each other. And that's mm-hmm. an amazing gift. So thank you so much for sharing that with me and with us. It's such a gift to have you on the show. And to finally be friends. Yeah. This is a, so awesome. So I love really, that. really grateful. I love it. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you for Hope to get to do this again too. Yeah, it'd be great. For sure. Uh, uh, so y'all take care. Hopefully this will not be the last Zycast from the Marley Lodge because I might <laughs> I might move here just so y'all and know. And after that, they disappear. <laughs> That's right. And then they're gone. <laughs> take care, you guys. <laughs>